All right, beautiful. Let's rock and roll. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. On my right-hand side is usually my right-hand man, Gabriel, but he is in school at the moment, so he will be here in spirit. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Second Son, and they have a new album called I'm Going to Try to Do This. That's not what the album is called. That's just me confidently saying, Jakob, I'm going to try and do this. Kampen gada vidare. Yeah, sure, but the, there's an there, there's an O in the middle, so Kampen gård vidare. Aha. I was trying to remember how to say the A with the little hat. Yeah, the, the little little hat is the O, and the two dots are, is the A. Okay. O and A. Sweet. So, Kampen gårde vidare. Yes. Which is released on, or going to be released, sorry, on November 6th via, and is it Gaffels? Gaphals? Gaphals, yeah, it's it's like Swedish for loudmouth. Wow. Okay, I'm learning something new today. Gaphals? Yeah. Right, yeah. Now, right now, I'm being joined by Jakob, who's... Help, very helpful in this entire interview right now. <laughs> this will be a Swedish lesson. <laughs> and Jakob, we are going to be chatting today about a couple of tracks, the album, uh, coronavirus. I don't know how the weather is in Sweden, all those wonderful things everybody wants yeah. to know. Uh, so welcome to the show. Thank you very much. You are quite welcome. Now, I guess let's start with not just the weather in Sweden, but you know how things have gone for you guys this year, uh, some bands find that it was a blessing in disguise. They were able to really take some time to work on things that they uh, potentially couldn't have worked on before because they would have been so busy doing shows and stuff and touring and festivals. Um, and with a, a late year release, it kind of makes me think that maybe the album was pushed out a bit. So I just wanted to hear from you. How has this year gone for you guys? It's actually been quite... like We were very lucky compared to a lot of... Um, other bands that got their tours cancelled and like had really put a lot of work and effort for doing tours and special shows and stuff. And we were uh, just about to record uh, our like second half of the the album when the corona like hit. So we were extremely lucky, uh, like timing wise. Uh, and then we, of course, would have uh, wanted to do some shows like during the summer and uh, like potentially now too, but uh, we 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 haven't been able to. And but we were actually spared from the worst part uh, this time. It's like we were we were planning on not doing that much anyway because we've been rehearsing and writing and recording and playing shows pretty intensely b- before like March of 2020. So we were planning on some time off anyway. So it, it hasn't actually hit us that hard. Like it has personally, of course, and like everything's super weird, but not the band so much. Yeah. Well, interesting thing is you mentioned super weird, but from what I've read in the news, things have remained kind of normal in Sweden or am I wrong? Yeah. Like many things are pretty normal. Um, Shows uh, like music and culture has basically like you can't do anything with more than fifty people. Uh, so it's been no one's have no one has um, put on any show. No one's been playing shows in Sweden either. Like we're people are beginning now to like get get the concept and like book smaller venues and maybe do like three or four shows in a row. And like more maybe exclusive stuff than 
of course the live streams and and such but it's it's been like yeah, six months without anything more or less, like an occasional stream here and there but not not much else but but uh, all in all like um society has been moving on like not normally but more normal than we haven't had a lockdown in the same sense that a bunch of other countries have yeah yeah for example in canada i was out of work for a few months oh shit yeah yeah i mean yeah that that's happened to uh, to a lot of uh, like people since since like the culture industry or or like um yeah bars and and uh, and like people in bands playing, uh, people in people in bands work in bars, and they where they tend to, and like they have been out of work because the bars has been forced to close because of the fifty people restriction, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's been hitting a lot of people. But yeah, yeah, I I assume it's more normal than everywhere else, but still very very strange. Yeah, strange indeed. Now, something you mentioned was you guys potentially had a little bit more time to work on the record. So I guess maybe take us through that. What did you guys end up doing with the extra time to work on the record? Uh, since we recorded everything, uh, actually, we were planning on releasing it a little bit earlier, or I would have wanted to, but then we, we postponed it uh, because of the, like, Let's push it to November and see if we can play a show by then. Uh, we were initially planning or like hoping to release it earlier uh, during the fall, but I guess that would have been um, like uh, even even um, harder because then we would definitely not have a gig. <laughs> like we wouldn't couldn't have done anything, and now we we can hopefully do maybe something. Yeah, those, you bring so, up a good bring up a good point. We, yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, but we were we were actually like uh, we had actually planned to um, so we didn't uh, like we were done with the albums. We didn't actually need the extra time. It just sort of uh, happened. So we we just took some time off actually. <laughs> okay, and I mean, I guess it's really the thing. So you took some time off, but it's kind of like the weirdest. Year, year in the history of uh, any of us to take time yeah. off that didn't really did it even feel like time off nah nah not really but but it's it was also like people were I don't know many people I believe was a little bit calmer like during this uh during this sort of let's, I'm, I'm gonna call it like a lockdown period, but it isn't, and I understand that, but it, I don't have an, another name for it. But this Corona summer, like a lot of people, I feel was much more spontaneous and not as much like uh, planning every minute of their <laughs> time. More like a let's see what happens state of mind, and I think a lot of people were very happy about that because. Like, otherwise, free time and, like, social stress can be very, like, hard on, on, on some people. Like, the vacation is, is like, a really stressful time of the year. But now it's like, well, I can't go anywhere. So, I mean, I guess I'm just going to take it easy. <laughs> yeah, very true. I know for me it didn't 
feel like, because I was out of work for like two, three months, yeah. I think. Uh, it didn't feel like a vacation because I had no idea what was going on. Am I going back? Oh, to, yeah. <laughs> am I going back to work next week? No. Okay. Well, then I guess we'll keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, I had a similar situation. I was out of work for a few, like a few weeks. But yeah, you're right. It doesn't really feel like a vacation when you're <laughs> unemployed. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of stressful situations, the young man who's sitting on the IKEA couch on the artwork there, uh, he looks like he's not having a vacation. He looks like he's probably compen gore vedare. Probably, whatever that means. Is it a struggle? Is the word compen mean struggle? Yeah, this, like the struggle continues, I guess. It, it means, it can be translated to. But it's, um, yeah, like the, the, the punchline of the song is basically, uh, the struggle continues, but I'm going to stay here. Like, you guys move on without me. Uh, and like then the struggle will, would mean like a political struggle or like a, you know, something like that. So... Like the movement continues, but I'm I'm gonna stay here, and like that's the, the the artwork is basically a person that's like realized that I I can't I can't give any more to this to the cause or to whatever I'm just gonna like yeah, it's, it's someone that has more or less given up I guess okay it's a pretty it's a pretty, it's a pretty dark I guess. Uh, Artwork, but I really like it. It's so, um, it's pretty. It's a little, I mean, it's well, it's hopeless in a way, but it's also like very, very, <laughs> uh, it's very mundane, like it's everyday situation, uh, I guess. So it's, it's dramatic and very, very common at the same time. It, yeah. I well, I mean, the interesting thing that I, I want to bring up then is. Did you guys write this about some of the movements and revolutions that are going on now? Or does it seem, I don't know, strange how much the record kind of coincidentally fell in line with 2020? Yeah, it's, well, it's, uh, no, we, 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 we didn't work, work on the, since we, since we have written all of it, like before March, 2020, we had, couldn't know anything, but 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 the, the like the the songs or like the storyline because it is a it is a concept album in a way, or it is a concept album, uh, and it's like a, about a person's uh, political uh, movement through life more or less like from a from a hopeful revolutionary or like a yeah like a. A young person uh, who thinks that they can change everything if you just have the, the right mindset, and via the the title track, which is placed in the middle of the album, where the, the person sort of gives up, I guess, and then the B side where the person becomes more and more of a like hard and cynic, I guess. Um, so it's it's. I wanted to write something about like along these lines i've wanted to do like a concept album for a long time and the the inspiration about the like revolutionary or the the movement thing is more like a common thing it feels like every every generation goes through it (laughs) Uh, where you're like i'm never gonna be like my parents and then apparently you end up exactly like your parents 
apparently most, most people most people at least yeah. Okay. So I guess take us through these two tracks. I know you mentioned that Compen Gordavadare is your favorite track on the album, and then uh, Do Ar Al Do is uh, one of the the singles to come off of the album, complete with a lyric video. Exactly. So, yeah. So I guess my first question is, why is Compen Gordavadare your favorite track on the album? Mm. Uh, we wanted to do something. Uh, something more spectacular or more like dramatic, I guess. Uh, uh, with with like the the song um, having two parts, uh, where like first it's the kind of a slow part, and then after like half the song, it's it's becoming um, faster and another like style, and then. And that reflects like the mood of the character. So it's more like a story, and we wanted to. Yeah, it's. I guess it's. You could say it's like a little more ambitious, like not not like a quality indicator, but it's a little um, more pretentious, I guess. Like it's it's taken the music a bit more serious, or like, yeah, I guess. So we wanted to do something. Do something, um, something grand, and I think we actually like made it quite well. So I, it turned out really good, and I like uh, I like the lyrics, and I like all the um, the melodies and the lines, and yeah, and it turned out beautiful. I just, and it's also like the closer of the A side. I really like the. Uh, it's a pretty like serious, and it's 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 a heavy track. <laughs> like it's not just it's like it's heavy music. It's also quite like it's a quite serious matter, I guess. I have I just like the feeling of it. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the closer of the A side. So was it the intention to release it on vinyl? Yes, yes. We've been working on the from the vinyl uh, formats from the beginning. I mean, it's. It translates well to CD or digital as well, but we were definitely thinking about like we need something to close the to close the A side, and then uh, the first single "Hatade um, Endo." That's the, like the opener of the B side, so it, it kicks it's it kicks things into gear again, I guess. Yeah, it's funny you you said that, and as you said it, I was looking to where I could find the lyric. And even though I've got my mouse cursor over it, I, it's interesting how Swedish sounds compared to how it looks, at least from my perspective. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. <laughs> so like I would it's... say "Hater Det Andua," which I guess is exactly what you just said, but yeah, Andua, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Now that brings me to my next question because uh, lately I've been coming across some bands. That are on one of two camps. Either they're they're trying to write singles, songs that don't don't belong to an album. It stands on its own. Uh, people don't bore us. Get to the chorus. People want to hear a single. And then the the other camp is, man, I want to write an album that people can actually sit down and listen to. And it sounds like because you're talking about, hey, how do we close out the A side? How do we start the B side? It sounds like you guys have actually taken the consideration into 
creating an album that has an arc that goes from beginning to end. Yes, that's that's very much the case. Like we we were we were talking about doing something like uh, like uh, Operation Mind Crime by Queenstrike or like uh, The Crimson Idol by Wasp, like um, like a long story, but with like. These, the, those two albums, they are. I, I don't feel like they're like the Who's Quadrophenia or like um, the Genesis albums, where like a whole side can be super duper weird and just like serve the purpose of the story. They they are still really powerful, like rock and metal tracks. And I mean, there are a lot of singles from these albums. So we wanted to do something similar where like every song can stand for itself, but if you dig into the album, you can sort of like get how they all come together. And the, and when you listen to it from beginning to end, potentially you can like get what hap- what's happening to the to like the character, but, or or maybe you don't, and that's fine too because then it's will then it's going to be like. Um, uh, I mean, seventh uh, son of a seventh son by Iron Maiden is apparently a, um, a concept album, and I have never gotten what that is all about. I have no idea. <laughs> I only know that I love it and that the tracks stand on their own. But apparently, you can get some sort of story out of it if you want to. And we wanted to to make something similar with you, where you can like dig a few tracks if you want and just like be able to. To, to dig a song or two, and you can also like go deeper into the experience, so to say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I guess one of my other questions is: I chat with a lot of bands from Sweden, and occasionally they may have a track or two in Swedish, or they have two versions of the album, one in English and one in Swedish. I'm just kind of curious: why the decision to make the entire album in Swedish? Uh, we've always sung in Swedish we wanted to do like a mix before where we did like part English part Swedish and then the person that wrote all the English lyrics quit the band uh, a lo- lo- long time ago before the first album so so we and this is our third so we've always just done songs uh, songs in in, uh, in Swedish uh, it's easier to write and it's uh, for me it's also easier to sing for some reason I don't know why but it's I I can like I feel like I can hit the notes better, but maybe that's just a, because I'm not a very experienced singer. So it's easier to 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 do to sing the best I can if I like can really um, uh, like feel the lyrics at the same time. I guess, but but it's. Um, it's not a like a very conscious decision, but it's, or I mean, of course, it's a conscious decision, but it's, it's. Um, I don't know. It's it just it just feels right to to express Swedish is a, it's a good language and they, they, there's a lot of potential in, in. Um, Expressing yourself, I guess, um, and it's a shame that not everyone can understand. But I think it adds something too, like to the to the whole 
uh, band experience. I would love, to, or I mean, I do love to listen to to music in languages I don't understand because often you can like get it even though you maybe only understand the title or like a few words here and there you can still like understand if the songs are good yeah no I agree with you I just it's it's funny because there's just a few cultures that for whatever reason seem to I don't know about always uh, sing in in English but uh, Germany, for example, it's almost often preferred that the band sing in English instead of in German, and I don't know, it's kind of weird. Um, mm, yeah, I don't know, I don't understand that because, like, bef- like a lot of the Eastern European countries during like the eighties had their own heavy metal scenes with with uh, bands singing like Czech and Russian and uh, uh, Hungarian and stuff, and they all, I mean, it sounds amazing. But I've never heard of it, or maybe I have. Yeah, but I mean, very few bands sing in in English in 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 German, except for like crowd rock bands and like more experimental stuff. But almost all of the heavy rock bands sing sing in English. I don't, I don't really understand why. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like maybe it's like. Um, I would guess like it's um, old-fashioned or something to sing in to sing in German, but I I, I don't know I, I can't understand why. I mean, statistically, there would be some cool heavy metal band in that sings in German, but I've I've never really heard like not that I can think of right now anyway. But, uh, but I guess there's some kind of tradition in Sweden too. So like there were a lot of um, like there was a there were like two two progressive rock movements in Sweden, uh, and one of them focused on like the same thing that the other progressive rock worldwide movement focused on like uh, excessive musicianry and like long songs and like complex um, arty music sort of, and there was and then there was another movement at the same time like the prog. But that was progressive politically, so where it's uh, it sounds way more like um, amateurish. Like the playing isn't the focus; it's very much like just get your idea and your political statements across instead of like learn how to tune your guitar. And some of it's unbearable to listen to, and some of it's pretty good. But I, I guess like somewhere around there, you could I guess you could like get. Uh, like the idea of singing in a rock band in Swedish doesn't seem so far fetched because everyone's heard of these or like heard these uh, bands that actually rock and actually sing in Swedish. Well, yeah, like Second Son. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, one of the other things too is because this is my first time coming across. Uh, second son, but second sons just seem so positive, and then there's there's all this gloom. Like there's the kid, you know, on the the couch, and he's got his hands down, and <laughs> the lyric video. Yeah. You guys are going through the countryside on a non sunny day. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I guess it's, it's yeah. I've I've gotten that before actually. Like it's someone wrote like a, a Swedish a Swedish a Swedish uh, reviewer wrote like, oh yeah, this is very like. 
really good vibes music. Too bad they have like such depressive lyrics that <laughs> to go with it. So like totally ruins the thing for me. And I was like, well, yeah, maybe, but it's, <laughs> it's uh, for me, it's not that like, I mean, it's maybe it's, uh, uh, it, it, uh, I guess it's a pro, I've, it's positive in a way, but I wouldn't say that it's like overly happy, but it, maybe it's, it's, I mean, everyone's, uh, I mean, they, it's in the, the ear of the beholder, I guess, but it's, for me, I've never, I never got that thing that it, that we are, we were a, a happy band, but I mean, maybe we are. And then we can, I guess we, we do we do contrast it a lot with the, all the <laughs> with the lyrics and the, like the artwork and things. Very true. Very true. I wouldn't know if you guys are depressed or not because I don't speak Swedish. Uh, no, but I guess of... it's not depressive, but it, not more like melancholic, maybe. Or, yeah, but not, no, I mean, ah, yeah. Well, melancholic, Sorry, that's no. melancholic is super Swedish. Every Swedish band I talk to is like, we wanted to be more melancholic than our last album. Like, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can't really find the word, word for it, but it's, yeah. I mean, my, a few of my favorite, like, did you ever listen to an American band called Carnivore? Mm-hmm. Like Pete, yeah, I have. Pete Steele's old band. Yep. Uh, like Pete Steele is one of my favorite lyricists, and I mean his lyrics are. I usually hate like funny lyrics. It's the worst. I hate like joke bands. There are like joke lyrics. It's. I think it sucks, <laughs> but. Peter uh, Pete Steele's lyrics are like they, he manages to actually be like funny. If you read the lyrics, you can actually like sit down and laugh out loud when you read it. But, but then at the same time, time it sounds amazing and it actually says something about something, and it can be very, very like serious and I guess kind of depressing. But at the same time, it gives you strength because it's like ironic, I guess, or like it's something about the lyrics that are like really empowering to me. And that, that's like something along those lines I want to go for. Like it's, it's going to be a little bit like harsh, I guess, or whatever, but still, still like, I hate to say funny, but it's like, it's going to relatable and like, Are relatable, I guess, and like uh, a good read, even if you don't hear the music. I guess it's what I'm going for. But well, what was I saying about Pete Steele? Yeah, that like it's you can actually like make thought like lyrics that say something and are fit the music and are like don't have to be super serious, but it is super serious, but. Not in a special way. I don't know. It's it's very hard. It's all just like um, what do you say? I don't know. I'm just I'm just uh, letting you. I'm just letting you roll. I mean, the funny thing yeah. is, 
sentence, the band sentence from Finland came up in the last interview I was just conducting. And uh, mm-hmm. what you were saying about carnivore reminded me of sentence because it's incredibly depressing lyrics about killing yourself, but then they're, they, they sing it in like a major key. So it, it, it's comical because it sounds funny. Like, you know, yeah. I want to, he's saying I want to kill myself, but he's singing it in a major key. Oh, <laughs> well, oh yeah. But th- that's what I'm going for, I guess, with a, fingerspitzengefühl. Um, what do you say? Like the tip of the finger? No, wait. Whatever. When, when you like, you have to like feel it in from time to time. And there's, it's all about like feeling because you can't, if one band or one lyricist makes something that's like a joke, it can be like, it can it, it can go right or it can can go can go wrong and it's you can't like pinpoint the situation where it goes right or wrong. I just know that some some um, some bands like do it right and some bands do it horribly, <laughs> and I try to do it right. I guess. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, I believe we've covered everything that I wanted to cover today, Yaka. We've got the two tracks that we chatted about, the album, what you guys have been up to. Uh, you know, for coronavirus and all that. And that pretty much concludes all my questions. Is there anything maybe that you wanted to chat about that I missed? Mm, no, not really. It's, uh, it's, been, it's been great talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me.